My name is Kel. My name is Anna. And you're tuned into Cognac Cupcakes and Conversations. CCC is a podcast with a twist. Cognac, cupcakes, and stimulating conversations. Because it's not just about us anymore. And we're striving to promote awareness of issues affecting our communities. In short, it's a vibe. Y'all, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, with the curls rocking. The funny oh, thing about it is, the damn desk. <laughs> you're not even searching for no real love no more because you already found yours. And then T minus what? Um, by the time y'all hearing this, like nine. No, it'll be exactly ten days. Ow, ow, something ow. like that. Something. Yeah. A little something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. But you know what? Oh, speaking of that. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. So I just looked up this thing because um, yeah, I think I talked about this on the podcast. I got these crystals, right? So I heard that you're supposed to cleanse your crystals every month. So I was like, okay, I want to make sure that I cleanse it on a good moon day. So um, I was like, when is the next new moon or full moon or whatever? And it turns out that October 1st is harvest moon. And that's supposed to bring out like all, like it only happens once. And it usually the harvest moon happens in September, but once every three or five years, it comes Ooh. in October. And when it comes in October, it's supposed to bring out extra blessings and um, abundance so I'm so excited about charging my crystals on Thursday. And I just got excited because I was like, okay, so we're getting a harvest moon in October and then you're getting married 10 days from that. So I'm just excited for yeah. all the blessings that could be coming from, you know, yeah, that new moon, new beginnings. I've yes. been meaning to go with you to that crystal shop too. That's funny that yes. you can see that. Hmm. We have to make a trip real soon. It's in Is Laurel. It Laurel? Yep. Text me the name because I'm going to try to slide through there tomorrow. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yes, I will, I will. Um, it's called yes. Crystal Box, but I got you. <laughs> yes. For those listeners who might want to know. <laughs> yes, yes. But um, um, yes. yeah. Uh, today's episode, you know, we're going to be talking about real love. You know, um, we're just going to be talking about the, you know, we're kind of shooting the shit kind of not because it was like a lot of talk topics or a lot of things that went on in the media this week that um kind of made you question what real love really is or you know on a brighter note exemplified real love you know for example Mm -hmm. this beautiful surprise bridal shower that Kel uh my cousin Keisha who's my they're both my maid and matron of honor and my mom put together like my mom was telling me how y'all were doing zoom conversations and like how much work y'all put y'all that went into this and you know we gonna get into that a little bit later 
Um, and like y'all said, the impending micro wedding to come. Yes, girl. Um, I am super but yeah, we excited. also want to de- decipher between the fake and the phony. Um, you know, and so we're going to be talking about a few things in R&R this week that uh, kind of cover that. Indeed. But, uh, indeed. Kel, hmm? I guess we should get into our motivational moment of the week. Uh, well, what you sipping on? I see that dark stuff over there. What's <laughs> girl so water sad right (laughs) girl yes I'm over here sipping a sangria um that I made and it is absolutely everything that I wanted and needed to like bring me down for my day (laughs) yes I'm planning to I'm saying all that but I'm definitely planning to try out this white claw that I got I haven't had white claw before it's a tropical flavor I will keep you posted on that. Um, I figured since it's a hard seltzer, it's not going to be that many calories. I guess I could have drank it now, but I wanted to get a little buzz so I could sleep because the anxiety already starting to kick in. So, you know, I'm already getting my my little CBD order ready for (laughs) reset. Um, I'm actually waiting on two of my girls, two of my cousins to hit me back with their orders. And then I'm putting that order in immediately i might even put it in and just make it two separate orders because i just need it immediately right away um yeah i'll ask you that other question off (laughs) off air or whatever (laughs) but um yes did you also see really quick before we get into the motivational moment did you see um i reposted it on our ig story oh yes also because of when we're recording we're recording on a um wednesday per usual back on schedule um but today is the international podcast day so yes kel posted this dope little clip to remind y'all like happy international podcast day you know we salute to all the potters out there we know especially if you're consistent we know how much of um uh, it's how much dedication you put into the craft Indeed, um, and just really trying to elevate Kel and I will always try to continue to elevate our brand and our um, podcasts and the quality of it on all fronts and you know we love to hear from you guys what you may want us to talk about on the podcast or just shout if you want to shout out you know let us know but Indeed. I also posted these Hennessy wings Yes, Hennessy Wings. Yes. Yeah, and we know Po' Boy Jim. Wait, is it Po' Boy Jim or Po' Boy Slim? Po' Boy Jim. Jim, you're right. Mm -hmm. Got some awesome wings. They're voodoo wings. Is it voodoo wings that they have? Do you remember, Kel? I think it is voodoo. I think it is. You're right. Mm -hmm. Yes, I remember dipping that joint. You know me. Kel is the ranch girl. I'm the blue cheese girl. Man, dipping them little voodoo wings in that blue cheese okay okay <laughs> like and wait what i saw for the hennessy wings and i don't know if they were the same thing was that they had um old bay seasoning they had the nerve the gall <laughs> to put fucking um what's that thing sweet thai chili sauce mm-hmm. The first what they did is they squirted and if y'all look at our IG story you'll see the clip and they got that um song you're the only power that Kanye West power. song <laughs> playing in the background <laughs> 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 it was 
spiritual, okay? Yeah. Burning that Hennessy into the fire and it lit the flame. Ooh. Ooh. Like, oh. <laughs> Whatever that part of the song. Yes. The metro, the, the, I don't know. Now I, say, I don't even know the words. Like, I was just drooling. Just <laughs> about it. But they had the little flame come up when they hit that squirt. With the Hennessy on car, they put some honey in there. Yeah. Then they drop that little, uh, <laughs> that little sweet Thai chili sauce. They was like rolling the wings in that joint, girl. And a little dash of Old Bay. Woo! <laughs> you hit the Michael Jackson move real good. <laughs> I can't. Right. I know. I wish I had a soundbite for that, ready. <laughs> yeah, it was bomb. It was bomb definitely motivating me to get my ass on over there for the nba finals you know dennis out there watching it so i I had to be tucked in the room i had to be tucked (laughs) in the closet because (laughs) i cannot interfere with his his finals right now but he deserves it he deserves it (laughs) (laughs) yes y'all so for this week's motivational moment you know i just want to give some encouragement out to you those lovely listeners out there whether you're a lady whether you're a man whether you're a shim whether you are non-binary whatever you associate yourself Mm -hmm. as um you are strong you are capable you are beautiful you are ambitious now go out there and conquer the world the world is your oyster yes and that is it yes i love how you say oyster oyster (laughs) it always sounds (laughs) mouth-watering all right let's get into some (laughs) r&r It's balance. Ratchetness and righteousness is the yin and the yang of life. You got to be equally yoked with both. Indeed. Okay, so this week, uh, there's been quite a bit going on. In fact, I had to add a couple things to this list. Um, So let me go with one of the first things that I added. Do you watch Housewives of the Potomac? I don't, but... um, I don't, I know that me and you have met someone from there. I can't remember who it was, but they used to come to WOW all the time. They were one of uh, Allison's besties. Oh, shoot, for real? I mean, yeah. I shouldn't be surprised because it's out here, you know, like, I, I'm right. trying to figure out, I mean, it's, it'd be like in Virginia. I only watched like two episodes ever. And I always said, if we ever went back on lockdown again, or if I was really bored, I would watch like the full set of seasons. One of my girlfriends, Bemi, she's been watching it and she's been keeping me up to date. But this guy that I follow on on YouTube, Instagram named Funky Deneva, he's been keeping us abreast. And (laughs) even Dennis watched the little recap with me because the thing about the fifth season is that it's a big deal because um, there's this huge fight that they get into. Um, all the girls or whatever and so the fight episode I guess aired and um, so a lot of people have an issue or or are taking issue with the fact that Bravo and just like the media in general is blowing it out of proportion for most people the the fight and how it's so ghetto and even the, some of the characters on the uh, the well they are characters <laughs> but you know reality tv quote unquote even some of the cast members or whatever 
they are like, we were, you know, in the previews and everything, they were like, we're the only black women that that have a show that have never had a fight. And we're, and this was ghetto and this was hood and, and how dare we, you know, degrade ourselves, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, y'all don't see them on Jersey Shore hopping across, um, you know, surfer boards and shit and, and beating each other up in the club fist pumping y'all don't see i mean like somebody was saying it on a podcast today that i heard that like uh, uh what was it housewives of new jersey all the little white ones orange county all the ones that you know i don't watch those but all of those ones they be fighting too the little crazy right. um <laughs> you know dynasty and stuff you know they they all be they all be pulling each other's too. hair right mm-hmm. yeah, they be head busting in the suburbs too so it's just when black women get in the fight it's a thing and then like for the people that do indulge in this show the the tea is like the question uh, amongst the viewers is like who was more at fault uh monique i think is the girl name or uh child i forgot the other girl's name the two girls that got in the fight and a lot of people, what I've heard, from what I've heard about what stirred up the fight, it was more so like an egging on. And it was an egging on, like, you know how these shows go. It'd be like one set of group of girls, we talking about the other group, group of girls and then another group, the other group of girls go to dinner and they talk about those first set of girls. And then they all come together and all the bones fly out of the closet and, and, and skeletons and then big fight happens. You know, this is what happens on, on reality TV shows. So that's kind of what happened, but it was like something where the Monique girl had a podcast and the other girl, say her name is Cheryl or whatever, because I cannot remember her name right now. I think it starts with a C, but Cheryl didn't come to her podcast, stood her up. So there was like that first offense and they had already been having issues boiling up. And then when it, it was like passive aggressive shit going on when they were at dinner, you know, they talking about the sky is blue you know, Cheryl saying the sky is blue and Monique is saying, oh, so now you can see that the sky is blue, but you couldn't show up to my podcast. It was like one of them moments and it just kept going back and forth. And then Cheryl kind of was bucking at her basically like, you ain't gonna do nothing. You ain't gonna do shit, blah, blah, blah. And basically punks get jump up to get beat down and Monique snatched that ass up. So, <laughs> so- um, Well, damn. <laughs> it happens you know right, and so right, I was just like right. well damn you know and I, I I've only seen a few clips but um they said that this was one of the juiciest fights to see on Real Housewives of Atlanta they kind of was wrecking for a little bit you know they kind of let it rock um <laughs> for the cameras but uh yeah now they're calling Monique a hood rat and stuff but you know a few people feel like she was pushed to that limit and then, of course, all the light-skinned, green-eyed girls, because these are the two, you know, these two girls are a little browner than the most of the little light-skinned ones. Those girls were the ones that were really more so egging it on. And, of course, producers, what you don't see is producers and all the liquor that's egging And they're it pouring on. them. Oh, yep. And when they're about to did you hear that she said blah, blah, blah? Y'all should watch that show Unreal, because that's that shows you the behind the scenes of really what happens to really? um, what, what reality happened? shows. Like, on the show, you I, you watched that show before unreal is it on netflix no well it might be on there now but it was on it was like a lifetime show to show what happens behind the scenes of making a reality show oh shit no i I think i've heard of it though it sounds really familiar 
and, and they'll like, do that they'll what did you say mm-hmm. they'll do? so they'll have like the producers like when they'll feed them like you said they feed them all this liquor and all this stuff so then when they have these moments when they're like offset to the side they'll be like so did you hear that i heard such and such said such and such like they'll start like putting little shit together to start you to to fight wow so wow. it could be more juicier because they need a storyline and you know like i feel like the average person doesn't want to necessarily have drama you know so they need to create drama or you know make that storyline be a little bit more poppy yeah that's what they do so they do be feeding shit through the cameraman and all these other people damn well i believe it i mean and speaking of that speaking of feeding drama um wendy williams was on uh whatever that show is with that boy andy cohen um his whatever tonight or whatever his little show is that he reviews everything and um basically she was talking crazy about nene leaks leaving um real housewives of atlanta and it was weird because it was almost like from the clip that i saw andy seemed almost a little innocent but you know he was he seeded the question and basically wendy was like well you know i don't think that she would have she basically was trying to say that when uh that um nini leaks doesn't really have a leg to stand on for any other kind of concept reality tv show concept um you know so she was like follow nini through her acting career boring follow nini leaks and her husband boring um follow nini and her raising her kids <coughs> boring or whatever and so nini wasn't having that and went on to say that Wendy is doing coke um, <laughs> and said that, you know, Wendy is not really the friend that she thought she was or whatever. And that Andy Cohen, you know, they need her for their ratings and blah, blah, blah. Um, I think all things could be true at the same time. I think- that- I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with you. I was like, okay, Nina, you saying this like, we don't know that she's a coke whore. Like this ain't nothing new. <laughs> okay okay and your point facts facts your point your point is i think wendy is right with what she's saying it it wouldn't have the same edge um but i think nini leaks is a power um for you know honestly you know through um full transparency i do not watch love and hip um see love and hip-hop housewives of atlanta i know that it's a very powerful show and it's been around for how many you know seasons at this point and one of the stars standout stars or these standouts are really is nene leaks you know so uh so there is something to say about her star power and why she could if anybody's gonna branch off and do their own thing it would be her that you would at least bet your money on um but I, I still think that it won't touch what her role was on um Road, Real Housewives of Atlanta. So, you know, we'll see. I think she, you know, everybody deserves a break. So maybe she's taking her little time to herself. And um, you know, she says she's not getting paid what she's owed. And that I definitely stand behind her for, you know, because it's like if you the star of the show, you know what the fuck is going on. You know, y'all be setting me up so that I could be the villain for every season nowadays because I'm the show, you know, I'm the 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 um what brings the ratings in. Um, and y'all wanna like 
you know, stop me from making the coins that I should? Nah, bro. You know, we always talking about how they love to use our our likeness um, and not pay it for pay us for it. So fuck all that. So I hear her for making a stand and leaving. And yeah, I don't know why you became friends with Wendy Williams anyway. That like that was some weird ass shit. All of a sudden, y'all was besties out of nowhere. Like that that looked like a messy ass relationship, and it was always a little shade here and there that was happening. I I, I just can't be friends with shady hoes. Like I don't. That's not you know the name. Messy of the episode, people like messy love. people. Like I just can't be. I don't like being friends. Or if I do interact, you know, because we all do it at some point. If I do interact with shady hoes, I'm not about to be necessarily posting them like I do my real niggas. You know, like I'm not about to be, you know, claimage and all that stuff like we're besties, you know. So that's all I'm saying. Um, let me skip on down to Lisa Ray. Speaking of besties, uh, family. Let's talk about the family. Lisa Ray and the brat. Oh, and Kel, don't don't let me forget to talk about the um, that nasty ass debate last night because I just we gotta got touch you. that before we end. But <laughs> Lisa Ray, Ray and the brat, um, you know, and this is kind of like talk topic at this point because did you see that video, Kel, of Lisa Ray and the brat? I did. I had to watch it a couple of times because I like I kept getting interrupted. But Lord. <laughs> yeah. So uh, real quick rundown for people who didn't see it. Um, Lisa Ray has a show called Qu- Cocktails and Queens or Queens and Cocktails. And it's her, um, Claudia Jordan. Uh, I don't know if they switch out people or not, but it's her, Claudia Jordan, Vivica A. Fox, who I thought had COVID, but maybe it's a light, it's a light work, you know, it's a light uh, case. But, she got uh, retested. She don't have it no more. Oh damn! What is going on? She well, the first test she got, okay. the first test she did her, she went to like the drive-through thing, and did the test herself, like one of our homegirls did. And then the second test she did, um, she got it professionally done, like at the doctor's office where they did it for her, damn. and then that's when it it did it tested negative. See. Uh, you know, from recent things that have occurred, uh, I just really be wondering about that when it comes to these these COVID tests because, you know, I'll speak at least on myself. I was starting to feel a certain way. Me and Dennis were starting to feel a certain way. What you got in your hand? Is that this San Antonio? Yeah, girl, I'm over here looking at, trying to look to see if they had nutrition facts on the wine bottle. Bitch, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Like, how many more can I have before I'm over my calorie limit? Nigga. <laughs> hey, just crunch it out. Crunch it out. Crunch it out or, or jump rope. You know how that be burning calories real easily. Jump right. Rope. I did do two workouts this morning. I did two workouts, you yeah, know, before you know, I got on the thing. Wow. Girl, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> and I hear something about how your body, uh, it's something that nay. Our, um, our Zumba instructor, it's something that Nay says, like when you eat after um, doing a certain type of workout, um, your body is still burning calories for like 60 minutes or some shit like that. I did hear that. I think Brittany told us that too. 
it's yeah. like a resting thingy some resting something yeah yes 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 exactly what you just said yeah so don't worry about it girl you worked out twice so don't worry about it but yeah um what was we talking about yes yeah, so lisa ray and the brat lisa ray's on that little late night show with uh and so all those other people i just said and selena um johnson that's her yes. name right that's uh-huh. yep when yes and um i feel like there's one more person but uh, no you said everybody um vivica selena claudia and lisa oh, yeah i think you're right yeah because it was only five when the bracket you right okay so it's them four and they do it on fox fox has this new late night thing that they do like what's her name had a show on there at one point keisha cole there's it's just like a few different shows going on on these late night fox, fox. soul fox I'm like, soul. yeah that's what boy anyway sit down. <laughs> <laughs> so and i'm so confused with fox you know um the network itself because right like, you 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 know you don't really be fucking with the blacks <laughs> and yeah, i can say that because i am black <laughs> I don't know what stance y'all y'all taking really and truly but you know what anyway so like <laughs> moving on Lisa Ray is they're celebrating her birthday on Monday and this past Monday and they had a surprise guest call in and turns out it was the brat and long story less long basically uh Lisa Ray was pissed she started crying but it looked almost like she was shocked and she said I'm shocked she did say that. So, um, you know, if you didn't know that there was beef or didn't see the headline, you would have thought, wow, this is a really touching moment. And the brat is just going on like, hey, punk. And, you know, saying, I love you, sis, you know, blah, blah, blah. For those, you know, somebody said on Twitter, every three years, y'all niggas realize that Lisa Ray and the brat, y'all find out that Lisa Ray and the brat are sisters. Yes, they're sisters. <laughs> so anyway, if you didn't know, now you know. So anyway, She's saying all this sweet stuff about like all these memories about them. And Lisa Ray is just quiet and just in the corner, like holding her head and her face. And so then they're just trying to like keep the conversation going. Like, yeah, you know, you get that ugly cry when it's your cut, when it's your family, you know, let me tell you something. That's what Vivica five. everybody egging this shit on. And then at one point, the Brad ain't really saying nothing either. And Claudia was like, so like were you expecting your sister to have this kind of reaction and the brat was basically like uh yeah because we haven't talked and we've had some space between us and basically they've had some type of drama which was still a little unclear but it's somewhat rooted in the fact that the brat um let leak to the blogs or let the blogs and and social media know that she is out and gay and is dating um, big booty judy what the the real judy bb judy. the real b judy the real yeah, b judy yeah, yes uh-huh. yes uh and so it was like lisa didn't get that information directly from the source which is of course the brat her sister and they have not talked since covid came so um they haven't talked since pre-covid um per on a personal level now i remember when bb judy and you know when they like started talking about how they were together and stuff openly in social media i remember there was like uh i don't know if it might have been that same fox soul show where lisa ray was like oh yeah 
um, if she's happy, I'm happy, something like that. Now she did kind of mention that on this after she finished going the fuck off. But I thought that maybe they had, you know, I don't know shit. I ain't them. So I was surprised to hear that too, as most of the audience was. And so was the, her class, her co-workers or her co-hosts or whatever. They was like, oh, we didn't know. Like we wouldn't have, well, okay. Well, since we're here, you know, is that something y'all want to get out on the table and re, you know, hash out or whatever, which I think that was a bad idea. And so Lisa Ray basically let her have it and was like, you know, I ain't heard from your ass in months. And I'll and thank y'all for bringing her on here because if I wouldn't have, if y'all wouldn't have, who knows how long I wouldn't have heard from her. Cause I damn sure ain't heard from her ass in months. <laughs> and then eventually they were like, you know what, Lisa, you know, sometimes, you know, people do this because they, they're scared or blah, blah, blah. And eventually Lisa Ray was like, fuck all that. Literally on air. <laughs> she was like, fuck that. Fuck y'all. And man, y'all don't know what the fuck she, is going on between us. But she do. She know. And it was basically Diamond from <laughs> Players Club that came out. Full blown Diamond. I was like. Say everybody oh, leave the fucking said, dressing oh, room. <laughs> what you say? Everybody leaves the dressing room. Yes, everybody leave the dressing room, please. Like, <laughs> definitely, everybody leave the dressing room, please. Energy, okay. <laughs> and I felt bad for the brat at first because she looked really like sad and she looked like she was about to start crying. Her voice was shaking and stuff. But, you know, after talking about it with, you know, our little Lipton tea crew, which I was thinking about this the other day and I, I'm gonna speak it into existence. We need to have a Lipton tea episode I'm here for it I thought as soon as I heard you say like we need to I was like I already know what you yes yes do it. yes we need we need to set that up on the side and and get the schedules together and see because I feel like that would be a very dynamic interesting episode just a tea ratchet episode we need to get them some mugs we we gonna figure this out but anyway We gonna do a Lipton tea episode, but anyway, yes, Kel, like that's that's the gist of it. You know, um, Lisa did say in the end that you know she she's always gonna be her sister, but you know she's like, don't make you don't make me have to reach from afar because I might not be able to touch you after a while. You know, like you, I'm a, I'm gonna stand back. I'm gonna let her reach out to me at this point. Um, and yeah, what I was gonna say real quick from the Lipton group when we were talking about it and they were like, you know, she knew she was wrong for that, talking about the brat or really the castmates. But I was like, you know what? Yeah, y'all are right. At the end of the day, brat knows her sister. Like, you know, D, mm-hmm. you know, Kia, mm-hmm. you know, um, grown up with them all your life. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know, if your sibling is the type that's going to put on a front on TV to save face for you or if she's going to sound off like Lisa did. And that was Lisa's whole thing at the end. She was like, I'm not, <laughs> she should have known. Even when everybody was like, well, you know, she was scared, blah, blah, blah. It was like, no, she knows who I am. Kel, go ahead. I'm, I'm talking too much. Go ahead. She started the conversation off when they asked her, they was like, you know, because they when they were trying to get the information out of her she was like well you know 
it, it wasn't nothing bad. It's just that my sister is like, you know, the typical big sister where she sees me as a child. And it's like, I'm, you know, I'm an adult or whatever. And she say whatever she wanted to say out of her mouth. That's the problem that I had with her. So why the fuck are you on here? <laughs> you get what you get. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you said that you knew. You acknowledged that on the show that you knew what was up. So you can't get mad and be sad and be like, heartbroken no nah. you should have you know bowed up like hey when they reached out to you like yo we're really not in a good space right now and until we can clear some things up on a family level then we'll do that and my family is a little more important than your ratings yes so i'm a you know gracefully bow out and i will reach out to her on my own or you don't even have to give them all that information just t- say no i'm not interested in this moment i'll celebrate with her on my own thank you yeah and keep it moving you know what i mean yeah yeah like that that was dumb that was that was dumb on your part <laughs> so, and i, I so don't know she i feel like i wonder because it's, it's damn that's sad yeah like and lisa ray said that's what blew her away and what made her so pissed off because she I think that she didn't say the word phony, but, you know, basically she was like, you know, that's what blew me away. The fact that she thought that we could have this conversation or that she could talk like everything was okay and wish me a happy birthday on TV. (laughs) And I feel you, like, because if we haven't talked before COVID, like, okay, one, COVID, okay, maybe we haven't talked or seen each other in person. That makes sense because... She's in Atlanta, she's in LA or whatever the case may be. That makes sense for that purpose or whatever. But it was before COVID. And COVID has been here since last year, y'all. Yeah. I'm gonna leave that with y'all. Let that sink in. Yeah. Well, hopefully they make amends soon. Um, Who's not gonna make amends though, I think, is... Well, you know what? I'm going to start off before I go with the the stupid ass. No, you know what? I am going to start off with Tory Lanez, um, a.k.a. Dumb Star, and our good sis Meg. Child. So this nigga, <sighs> you know, whatever you want to call him, Leprechaun, uh, somebody called him Ant-Man. <laughs> Kid Fury was saying, I don't give a fuck how many remakes he make. I don't give a fuck about no brownstone, grand pooba, uh <laughs> smoking step, Monifa ass remake. I don't need it from him. <laughs> oh my god. That nigga is canceled. And yeah, in my eyes at this point, this nigga is so damn feisty, as Westernians would say you know, basically meaning wrong and strong. He's so damn feisty, you know, coming out with a mixtape saying that he, you know, you know, if you, if she got shot, tell me something. If she got shot in the, in the foot and how it don't hit no bones or no tendons, blah, blah, blah. Um, I, I haven't even listened to the song. I just scrolled past on Instagram the day that it dropped when everybody was posting it. And I was really more than being disgusted with him because you know it's like "Mm, I expect you with your bullshit to do that but when I saw some females black females in the industry 
not even period in general don't even i'm not even going to give the industry that much fucking credit it is general period but go ahead yeah no 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 kel go ahead go ahead you said sound off no but like seriously i was disgusted too like i did i actually was like at first when i first saw i was like i'm not gonna listen to this shit and then i was like let me listen to this shit (laughs) so i I did i did end up listening to it and it was the most it it felt like (laughs) a conversation with my baby father honestly like (laughs) that's what it sounded like oh girl I know you was agitated then. Yes. So <laughs> you and this, <laughs> just just to kind of level seven, I didn't want to even throw him out there, or whatever. But um, you know when someone argues themselves, yes, and then they're like, so they're like cussing you out and they're telling you that they love you at the same time. It was that. Mm. So I was just like, wait, what? You want her back, but then you like, I didn't shoot her, but it was just so many mixed emotions in that album mixtape whatever it was I couldn't take it so then I'm like okay you know this is disgusting but like you said I this is what I expected from you because the silence because the whole situation that has occurred this is what I expected from you but then when I see women be like I don't believe Meg and even some reputable people like you said when the industry and I'm about to call you out because I do love your blog however I'm a little you know beside myself with you Fee from Gossip in the City um oh yeah mm-hmm. who also is one of the people who are like Megan giving you all the details she's not telling the whole story blah 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 the fact that the only person that's a victim, whether who shot who, who it, does, it doesn't matter. She was shot, point blank, period. Who shot her? Regardless. The fact that she would say that she's not telling the whole story, she don't have to tell the whole fucking story. She could tell whatever the fuck she wanted to tell because she's the one who got shot. You didn't get shot. Like, it, it kills me. And I'd be like, how, how do you side with that? Like, how as a woman with, you know all the shit that we go through you sit there and actually like put it in your mind like yeah you know I feel like she lying that she keeping some stuff I feel like you know like I don't care whatever the case may be I feel like um what the fuck is his name uh, what the fuck is his name I don't even Tory remember Lane. his name yes Tory Lanez yes um I feel like Tory Lanez is dope da, 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 da. I'm a that album was fire fuck that album Yo, that's where people's loyalty or not even loyalty. What's the word? Um, not credibility, but um, uh, what is it? With your, your integrity. You know, your integrity lies with, with a, a mean ass bop. You know, like if something sound good through the radio station, you know, so it could be fuck your mom, fuck your sis. You know, but well, my mom did say, you know, that she ain't like him. So, and that shit, that beat fire. You know, and and people may think that we're exaggerating because it's like I don't know that bitch. Like I don't know um uh what's her name, but you know somebody said it on another blog. Like a lot of these bitches that's been saying that stuff probably was already hating on Megan already. One, two, same for the fuck niggas. A lot of you know Megan already to start with Megan taller than a lot of these niggas. okay she's dwarfing a lot of your niggas. she is fucking with their ego for real okay she's an amazonian queen out here 
you know, slaying these niggas, not only um, lyrically, but, you know, beats wise, everything. Um, and shine wise, she's getting this money out here, you know. So a lot of niggas is mad. Niggas be mad already, and I'm not trying to do a ma- male bashing thing here, but it's just like it's nasty. And to go back to the females, it's nasty because like I heard on Hot 97, they had like a clip that they posted on YouTube of all the people that was calling into Hot 97, and they and there was like women that were calling in, and you know, Kel, I know you're a mom of of a son. Um, one woman was like, you know, I. Uh, you know, she she's not telling the whole story and I'm not on anybody's side, but you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, how, why are we supposed to believe her? Blah, blah, blah. And you know, we, the same way we standing up, you talking about standing up for women, we got to stand up for our black men too. And I was like, what in the hotel? What in the hotel? And she was like, you know, I'm a mother of three sons and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. So this is where for me, point blank period to separate your fucking personal shit or whatever if you saw somebody do that to your daddy or to your ex-man or whatever the fuck you know or some little girl pushed your son on the playground and and they blamed your son because of whatever fuck shit that was fucked up you know that is not what's happening here separate the two number one pushing and and a fucking gun a gun number one the fucking gun like you said, Kel, number one, there's a gun that was found on him. The bullets match him. His, I mean, his gun. The um, the bullet fragments that were in her foot were found to be the cause of the injury to her foot. Cause I see niggas in the group in the fucking comments saying wild shit. Like, yo, just because they said it was a gunshot doesn't mean it was a gunshot in her foot. Just, just because it was like it just be stupid after a while. What? You know, like, <laughs> then this nigga Tori, this nigga Tori, somebody says oh, somebody's saying it's Kelsey, which is her little friend. Yeah, and I've been like, hearing that too. It's Kelsey. Tori commented underneath that and said, "That's not true." So I'm not about to go round and round the circles with your ass trying to figure out who fucking did it okay this ain't clue bitch we know we know it was you you just trying to play mind fucking games with people and that's why meg is out here posting about her fashion over tall woman jeans on your ass and saying fuck you subliminally with rings and shit and moving on with her life because she went through something traumatic y'all niggas really don't give a fuck about black women out here y'all niggas and bitches don't give a fuck about black women out here and it's sad that Y'all are believing him when he's the one that actually has something to lose. Sure, if she's lying, then I, you know, I will. I, I'm not trying to be like, what's his name, annoying ass on Twitter or whatever. Uh, what's that nigga name? Um, Baldy from White Chicks, uh, <laughs> Terry Crews. Yeah, Terry Crews. Yes, Terry Crews. You know, but I will die on the hill that she is not lying. And if she's lying, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad that I believed her because why the fuck would I believe Tori over her if he's the one that that is the um the the victimizer or whatever however you say it yeah I don't feel bad either because she at the end of the day she got shot point blank period the hospital's not gonna lie about a GSW this this nigga sent her text messages saying yo I'm so sorry I was drunk 
And then there's like shit going around, the rumors going around that he said dance bitch and then shot on the floor and then that's what hit her foot. And, and niggas is actually in comments talking about it was fragments. That means he didn't mean to shoot her foot. I don't give a fuck. Y'all really don't know how, y'all really be separating yourselves in the wrong spaces. You don't want to separate yourself when you going off of some bullshit that happened to your baby daddy before or your man or your, your brother or whatever, you know, getting accused of some shit. You don't want to separate it when it comes to that, but then you want to separate it when you as a female or you as a man have female, important females in your lives that could be harmed. You don't empathize on that level. You empathize on the level of the assailant? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. Like, Tori, get the fuck on forever. I'll, I never really like all your songs anyway. You always rubbed me the wrong way when you was trying to um, ride the, uh, the coattails of Drake into <laughs> stardom. So, you know what? Fuck out of here, nigga. You can go ahead and rot in Florida in that little rinky-dink ass McDonald's that you was at when we saw you the other day and you was plotting on your come up. You Why are you not deported yet? You little mixtape, bitch. Why to you make a profit. Corny corny ass nigga i don't give a fuck how good the music is he got some little music video coming out where he got Braca from fucking mortal Kombat with the teeth and shit in the video and some illuminati shit like he telling on niggas in the industry get this troll the fuck this nigga is on six nine level at this point we don't even talk about six nine and that's where he is to me now tori you are literally in the same category as six nine you a bitch i don't care poof be gone and if 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 there is some wild turn of events and we find out that megan did um is lying somehow for whatever reason which why would she lie and say that someone shot her especially because she didn't say that you shot her for so long because if she was gonna say if she did have a vendetta against you why didn't she say it in the first place and quote unquote lie on you oh she waited until late to say that it was you bitch get the fuck on wait am um, i wait let me correct me if i'm wrong before you move to the next topic did meg ever say that like who was the person that released the fact that she was shot because i don't know if she was the one who released that information no um it came out in the news in the blogs that she sh- suffered a, a gunshot wound so she didn't even that's correct us y'all if i if we're wrong comment below or whatever if we're wrong but i'm pretty sure that i never heard meg say it first because first i what i remember is them getting caught by the police Mm -hmm. and they had a gun that was the first story then it was that she stepped in glass or something like that and she was injured then it was, and I feel like all of this was coming from the news. She was radio silent. That's what I thought. Didn't hear anything from her. That's what I thought because, and I was like, I know, I feel like that she didn't because she was trying to protect his ass. And I remember her saying that she tried to protect them. And then, mm-hmm. two, the only reason why people would know that is because they probably got a hold of her records. And I know yeah. that hospitals are required to report to the police if there's a gunshot involved it's a requirement 
Yeah, because people now, Kelly, you have a little information, a little um experience with HIPAA and stuff. People were like, "What in the HIPAA? How are they releasing that sh- all this information from the hospitals? Educate niggas." With gunshot wounds, they actually that is the only gunshot wounds and like anything with like children. I want to say, like mm-hmm. those are the two minors. things that has to yeah minors have to be reported to the police officers. Other than that, HIPAA goes um HIPAA is in intact. But when it's a GSW, fuck your HIPAA because they need to do a police report to find out exactly what the fuck happened and who is doing it. Yeah, so fuck all y'all, <laughs> fuck all y'all. <laughs> Um, uh, don't want to talk about ghosts and re. <laughs> I know Kel does not care about no damn power book, too. <laughs> Let me tell you before I go into this debate conversation, <laughs> Ghost Power Book 2, the last episode that came on, okay, they really got this thing that me and um, my friend from New Orleans used to say, Drew, shout out to her if she's listening, um, Clash of the Titans, when something was just so fake and like, you know, when you watch an old movie and their special effects be so bad that you see like somebody falling against it, like some kind of wall and then it turns into a curtain or, you know, like, it's just like the effects are so horrible. This was very Clash of the Titans for me in the storyline of, you know, how it's starting to become very Tyler Perry-ish with the very short storyline. So turns out, and of course, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Turns out that one of the sons of the Tejadas is gay. And so he is um, now messing around with some guy that is on the basketball team. Now that part, I was like, all right, you know, I can see that happening. What I couldn't see happening was Mary J. Blige approaching him and, and being okay with it, you know, only because of the role that she plays on this movie, on this um, show and being so hard on the kids. Now, I do wonder if the father who's in jail is going to have an issue with it or if he even knows. Because that's the whole thing with this, the, what's that boy's name? Damn, I don't know if it's Eddie or or Eric or, or whatever. Like, no, let me not say Eric. It, it's something with a E, I think. But he, he is like they're trying to push him to be the next leader to take over um when of course you know the mother and the father pass away eventually um they want him to be the one that takes charge and not Kane and Kane is the one that's played by the dude that um was Bobby Brown um for BET the Bobby Brown BET movie and Kane is off the chain like he gets shit done blah 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 and the way what's his name the the father played it up he was like you know I feel like whatever the e-boy's name is you know he he um is he did say something about him being soft but he felt like he was the only level-headed one out of all of them no the real level-headed one I mean yeah he's level-headed but so is the daughter but I don't know if that was just a pussy thing like you know niggas be fucked up with that shit Meanwhile, Mary J. Blige is trying to get the daughter to to lead the charge or whatever. But basically, she's Mary J. Blige caught her son taking a shower and and found some painting that she did of the boy, and that that he did of the boy that he slept with or or he was about to sleep with. Rather, they didn't end up having sex um, because 
he got interrupted well maybe they did actually but either way um and she said you know not every man she said not everyone not every man is like your family so you always come home so people I was I was mad to see that people actually got upset about it um uh, of course there's you know I shouldn't be surprised because people are still gonna have something against the LGBTQIA community and it's like niggas is boycotting the show now I'm like are y'all serious now if you saw two two women getting it the fuck on on that show would y'all be having the same energy no you wouldn't um what else uh what's his name Tariq looked like he about to be sleeping or messing around with both of the girls um let's see how long how or how far that shit goes I think that Tariq also might be going to DC too in the near future um for an internship the way it's leading up to what it's leading up to um and oh the method man sex scene that was the part (laughs) that had me like mm, mm, mm. I almost wanted to record it and send it to you Kel but I was busy screaming watching it because I was just like this is so awkward the acting is so bad the two professors they're bad enough like they're so typical they get in these arguments and then they rip each other's clothes off like some cheesy ass um you know Fabio ass (laughs) romantic white white horse novel you know it's just like annoying but with what we found out is that basically Dennis said he caught on already I've missed this but uh what's his name method man is sleeping with the other lawyer that he works with on the case so I'm just like "Mm, okay sis watching that his stroke game looked very you know when the head voices <laughs> yeah it was very you know and I was like you know what this is him trying to act this is probably his first love scene um I don't know if Method Man's ever had a, a love scene in any other show especially a love scene on the level of what power power always tries to show the exact moment when the penis is entering the vagina the looks on their faces and you know (laughs) the gasp in the face and it it worked it worked for Ghost and Angela but it does not work for the rest of these characters and I'd be damned if I see Tariq putting his penis in anything I just can't take it I cannot. I'm still going to continue to watch the show because I'm excited for it, um, for the Power um, series. I don't know what's going to happen with Raising Kane. That seems to be coming next. Um, also, I think there's only one more episode of Power of the Ghost series until next February. They're taking like a, a break. Kel is like, bitch, I'm gone. <laughs> they probably won't come back. They probably won't come back. No, they got renewed for a second season. Yeah. Oh. And this isn't even the end of the season. This is like mid-season break. Looks like they're going to be doing this thing. And I think what's going to happen is in between the breaks, they're going to bring in all these other little stupid-ass books. So you're going to have the Tommy book come in. I think the next one actually is going to be Raising Cain, which is the storyline about... um a 50 cents character 
man i'm not really interested in seeing that but i was i thought i wasn't gonna be interested in this one with um you know ghosts uh but they really trying to make Tariq balance the whole world on his shoulders and it's I'm just basically watching to see Tariq crack um because he is going to and you know I do wonder what's gonna happen to Tasha in jail it's looking like Tasha's shaping up to be on some orange is the new black shit in jail um she got her little cornrows every episode so (laughs) she's making her connections in the in the in the system and everything trying to survive hustling and surviving so we shall see uh lovecraft country uh kel have you been watching that now of course yes girl i am once i start a show i have to like continue to work it out and yeah shout out to you for putting me on to the podcast for the episodes that i just be like what the fuck <laughs> you know yeah did you feel that way about the last episode, Hippolyta? Um, okay, well, I, I am. I, okay, the, for this episode, I felt like I kind of understood it a little bit more, but mm-hmm. that's it was my interpretation. So I, I am going to listen to it just to see what their interpretation was meant to be. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, have you ever watched the show? Like, I feel like I'm not even a show. I think I heard this in an interview before too, with and with two different artists, and the artist was like. Oh, I think it was Kanye. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was Kanye. Because uh, I was like, I feel like I was watching a bunch of Kanye shit lately. But, um, <laughs> and then I'm going to relate it back to this. So Kanye was talking about in one of these interviews, like way back in the day before he became whatever the fuck he is with this Kardashian shit. Mm-hmm. But um, he was talking about, uh, this is like around graduation. Graduation is the one with the bears, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they all so got around bears, that. but... The, oh the yeah yeah but like the cartoon bear, bear. yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay but the cartoon bear so it was like around the time of graduation or whatever and he was talking about like how he excited he was to partner with that guy from um japan tokyo whatever the case whoever the artist of the bear is i know what you're and talking he about was like, yeah. you know, he was talking about in the thing like how he was about to explain like the what it meant by it. he was like actually i don't want to because i don't want to take it away from the people from the message that it touched to whoever the person it was. And I feel like that's kind of like how I feel about watching this last episode. Like I have an interpretation of what I felt like it was about, but I'm also kind of curious to find out what they meant it to be about, (laughs) but I'm scared that I'm gonna be disappointed that it's not gonna be what I interpreted interpreted it to be. Mm -hmm. Right. Well. I think, well, for me, when I watched it, it it was what I thought it was. Um, I'm just trying to like go through it in my brain real quick. And I won't, I won't go into detail because you're going to watch it. And um, people, you know, if you watched it, uh, she basically went on a personal journey. And, and so one thing is that was supposed to be, they didn't say this directly, but that was supposed to be symbolic of um therapy so, i got that i got that you got that okay i did get that vibe mm-hmm. this was supposed to be therapy and i thought it was so deep if you really want to like go do deep 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 in thoughts i thought it was so let's deep. go deep for a moment let's go deep okay go deep i thought it was so deep that 
this is what for our, you know how we talk about how therapy is, you know, something that is just now peaking the surface in the black community as being accepted. I thought it was so deep because imagine for us in the year of our Lord 2020, you know, they were in the 19 fucking 50s. That's 70 something years ago. I hope my math is right. I'm a writer, not a mathematician. Um, that was 70 fucking years ago that they were going through way worse shit i mean and i you know that's subjective so but you know distinctively bad ass shit and horrible shit that they were going through at that time um you know we don't we don't have to worry about even though they still do exist we don't have to worry about sundown cities or towns you know, at least where we live, like we, we go through racism, we have the, the structure and stuff, of course, that's in place to try and keep us back, back as black people, but they were, they were dealing with Jim Crow, my nigga, you know, dealing, surviving, and still trying to dream at the same time, the father, um, uh, I forget that nigga's name, but Tick's father, Atticus's um, father, he's gay, you know, all the stuff that he, he can't even see a world like what we have right now today where the LGBTQIA, even though it's <clears throat> like black people, they still struggle. They still have all the things, but we're becoming more accepting as a society or we're, we're allow, society is allowing us to be who we are to a certain extent. And then we fight to go past those quote unquote extents um they didn't even have extents you know back then and so it's the same as you know for black people and so to go through that and then to be like you know check it up like ain't no therapy ho you know and so to see what she went through um and she basically goes through a portal like this show is really good y'all it really is goes through a portal and she's sailing through the portal or whatever. And she goes through um, to this like little futuristic place. Did you know that the girl that looks like, um, <laughs> what, what, oh my God. She looks like Dancer from character. Steven in the universe. Gancer? Yes. Yes. <laughs> she looks like, what's her name again? Dancer. Huh? Dancer. Garnet. 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 Sorry, I said Garnet. Dancer. Yes. Oh, Garnet. Yeah. Okay. Garnet from Steven Universe. <laughs> The chick that looked like Garnet from Steven Universe, her name was Beyonce. Yes. So that was her name in the credits. I don't remember her. Because when I heard that on the thing, I was like, her name was Beyonce? So me and Dennis was like, we didn't hear that part in the show. So her name was Beyonce, but it was spelled beyond, like infinity and beyond, and then say, like, say la vie. So I was just like, Wow. And the I am so easy. Oh wow! Into the Easter egg with this, because right. th- doesn't this, uh, Beyonce have an I am? Yes, fish. Exactly. Okay. 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 And you know what's her name was getting her Sasha Fierce on throughout the entire um episode. I was gonna say series episode. Now they didn't say that, but that's what I took from it. The, the whole, once I learned that piece, like, wow, beyond say, say la vie, you know, all this different stuff, seize the day. Um, she was in France with Josephine Baker. And even like, so, they, and the, I'm trying not to get so excited. Calm down, Anna. 
<laughs> Beyonce, aka Garnet, probably the real Beyonce, if they could see from back then, sis, I get so excited and nerdy about this. If they could see Beyonce in the 1950s, she would look like Garnet, bitch. She would. That's the Indeed. crazy thing. And although they already had a Beyonce, they had Josephine Baker. Josephine exactly. Baker was a spy for the French government. Josephine Baker was a social activist, but Josephine Baker also was shaking her ass and, and doing her thing and being fabulous and rich, you know, in a time when niggas was telling her she couldn't be who she had to be and she had to leave the fucking United States to experience that freedom to excel and go beyond the extents. And so I just, I'll just yeah. leave it at that. They broke down I a agree. few other, go ahead. No, I said, I was just going to say, yeah, like, I totally agree. Like, I think that's pretty, I think me and you are kind of like on the same page. I felt like it was more so of a, a remembrance of who you are. Like, cause I remember she kept telling her, like, say who you are, who are you or whatever. She was like, I am blah, blah, blah. Or what do you, what do you want to manifest? And I feel like what I also got from it is like, okay, you're going through this heartache and you're going through this sadness of you losing your husband, but you are so much more than that. Go through the journey of what you could be, what you wanted to be, what you, you know, what the desires of what your heart could be, what the desires of your imagination. Go back to that little girl inside of you that you grew up looking at the stars and stuff. And, um, you know, like, Ooh. remember your greatness that you were as an individual before you became yes. the mom, before you became the adult. The but Yes, before you became the wife, before you became someone's aunt. Who are you at your core? And remember that person and remember how strong you are when she was the warrior. Remember how like, yes, there's so many facets of who you could be. Like I am this person's wife, but I'm also like, it was just, and then to have to make that choice at the end when she was in, you know, the galaxy, like, okay. So if you do this, then you can never go back to who you once were or whatever. But then the fact that you are able to give yourself up and give yes. yourself away for a bigger cause so that next person can be able to have a better, you know, like, it was dope. I it really enjoyed I fucked with that episode. I did. I yes. did. It was deep because she went back, as Kel said, she went back for her daughter. That was the reason why she went back. She says she needs me. And at first I thought she was talking about who she is back then, um, you know, in present day or whatever, however you want to call it, because it was all the time shit, you know, child that, you know, but um, I thought she was talking about Hippolyta of 1950 needed her, but really it was her. And that's what I got from the um, podcast. I was like, oh, she was talking about her daughter needs her. D needs her. D Diane, I think is her name. And bitch, you know, um, I know you're going to listen to the thing, but Hippolyta is the Greek word name for the, um, the queen of the Roman, um, the queen of the, um, the uh, oh, Amazonian queen or whatever. And somebody said it at the end of this other, in, this nerdy like YouTube recap that me and Dennis be watching. Someone said it at the end of that, that, oh shit. So Hippolyta is 
the queen of the Amazons, the um, Amazonian women, right? And what is Wonder Woman's real name? Diane, bitch. Easter yeah. egg motherfucking hunt. Cause you know, Wonder Woman is Hippolyta's daughter. In, right. in you know the girl had me on my nerd ass shit so that wasn't even in the conversation well they did talk about that on the the radio podcast episode but yes um they also oh also on that thing which they didn't talk about on the radio podcast episode um on the nerdy show they were saying that those men that they were fighting in the fields were um what's the people called um the confederate uh soldiers and then the man that she like sliced around his neck he was one of the lead confederate people or whatever they broke down like who he was in the confederate oh and then he went on to start so he was i guess he wasn't killed when he fought the, in the confederacy so he went on to start um be one of the head grand wizards of the kkk so I was like, what if somebody actually killed that nigga? Yo, it's so fucking deep. Mm. So fucking deep. <laughs> like the fact that they had her kill him. Yeah, and, and those women that she was fighting with, they were also like Hippolyta, something, you'll hear it in the podcast episodes. Hippolyta has something to do with that. But basically they were talking about how you, your name isn't just one singular thing. It you know it has multiple meanings most of the time so you can't you have to choose exactly what so you're naming your rage Hippolyta that's why she got mad at first she was indulging in you know like just self-soothing as we've talked about on past podcasts she was self-soothing and then she started to get all that anger out and she named it Hippolyta and then she was this warrior and the warriors are what the war um the warrior women are what are based off of what the warrior women in um black panther are based off of that's the real um tribe of women and so you're gonna hear all that in the podcast girl it, it was yes <laughs> just yes but what's a no is um this debate. We, we, you yes. know, I see Kel put her finger over her mouth. I know she probably ain't got much to say. I don't have much to say. Girl, that shit was a whole. Okay, let me say this. Like, mm-hmm. I haven't watched reality TV in quite a long time. I'll be the first one to tell you. And that shit was way better than any reunion show that you would ever watch like I literally like my face hurt from laughing so much that the low blows I was like what in the Rosen session is this like and I was like because if y'all y'all know me and Anna make sure y'all follow us on CCC vibes on Twitter whenever there's something like going on we try to um you know um curated or tweeted you know like we give you our um our POVs from that or whatever and we mm-hmm. engage along with you and kiki with you so it was funny because before you before I was watching I heard about the debate it was coming on last night and I was like oh I think I'm gonna watch that but I never even thought to tell you that I was going to be watching it and then randomly as I'm watching it I see that you're tweeting and I'm <laughs> like oh shit she's only and then 
what made me so proud is seeing all these black millennial young folks watching it and then I go to my timeline on Instagram and on Facebook and everybody is watching it yeah. and I was like yes yes this is what we need to watch right this is before the debate actually started yeah I know <laughs> I know because I'll post it really quick before you go on I posted saying you know I know y'all probably don't want to watch because I didn't feel like watching it because I kind of had a feeling it was going to be stupid I never would have thought it would have been like that but I was I didn't feel like hearing Trump do all the shenanigans and the antics that he normally does that's what I was like dreading but I was like we gotta watch this you know like we say at the opening of every podcast it's not just about us anymore right like, this is for the future at this point because we all know we don't want to vote for Biden and all that stuff but we're trying to get to the next motherfucking level okay I'm trying to pop out a kid in the next four years I need to secure that the next four years is going to be somewhat decent for when right. I pop out a kid we need to secure that when Eric goes to college you know there might be some change exactly in, in, in the in the um policies and 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 you know whatever you whatever infrastructures that we have for education we we need to shift we need to get out of covid okay like right we're trying to be here for the next four years because exactly is still here, bitch still here okay that exactly trying to celebrate new year's with us okay? right. she's lingering exactly <laughs> she watched but never did nowhere. we think <laughs> No, but seriously, and I think I think the funny thing about it, like, well, first, before I even get into the funny shits that happened that occurred throughout the night, um, my mind, I'm gonna go through my mindset of watching this. And before I go through my mindset of watching it, I want to explain to the people who have never watched a debate before. The point of this presidential debate for the viewers is for you to find out what their plan is for america how are they going to help you this is to help you kind of decide like does this align with my values and my morals so i want you guys to continue to watch it maybe on the next cycle when it's the vice presidents because i have a little bit more higher hope for them than i do for the presidential debates um because of who they are so um look at it from the intention of does this person align with my moral values? And you're not going to get anyone that's going to be perfectly aligned. But mm-hmm. find out what is your like top, like I'm not breaking on this. And then go with whatever that, whatever that leads you. So that's, that's the, the point of the debates is to find out where they're, what they value and make sure it aligns with what you value. Now, what the fuck happened last night was like Saturday Night Live, South Park, some Dave Chappelle type shit. So <laughs> it was just like straight yeah. funny. Like it was nothing but, and I'm not, you I can't even blame. That was Saturday Night Live, Dave Chappelle shit. That was a circus. That was, it really was. That was. And it was, but it was on both sides, honestly. Yeah, It was exactly. on both sides. And I'm like, and I know I tried to go into watching the debate. That was a, goes to my mindset. My mind, I said, I know that I don't like Trump. I know that I don't agree with Trump. But I was like, let me give this man a chance to say whatever the fuck he's going to say so I can see. I need to find an ounce. An ounce. Not even an ounce. I'm not always even going to give him an ounce. I, was, I just needed, like, you know, a teaspoon of something to understand why people did like him or why people did vote for him. Or the there has to be, like, a teaspoon of good in this man. It has to be. I, I just... 
I was looking for that teaspoon um, mm-hmm. to make the medicine go down, you know? And mm-hmm. that was the, that was my intention. Like, okay, let me see, you know, what this man is quote unquote about. What is he talking about? And then also let me see what the fuck Biden is really talking about. Like, what is he bringing to the table or whatever the case may be? But it was nothing but roasting sessions. And then I was just like, oh, okay. So we just going to watch them, like, you know, do the 85, 85 South show or whatever. Like, is that what this is? Like, we just going to go back and forth, like, be in the lunchroom and shit? Oh, okay. So that's what we doing. I got you. I got you. Now I have a whole new mindset. Okay. When I watch this, this is what I should be expecting. I should not be expecting any more from the leader of the free world, quote unquote. and the moderator was trash I think and I I think I am not the only one who would agree like I think we need to have a different moderator or um have if we're gonna have him again as a moderator give him the option to be able to mute people's mics so that the other person who is actually speaking some sort of substance will be able to talk yeah yeah I don't know, man. And then they were talking about how Biden didn't, <laughs> Biden was aiming high, like, you know, on Ma- oh, Lord, I was going to say Megan Stallion, even though she's taking the high road too. <laughs> uh, Michelle Obama said, um, when they go low, we go high, you know, and he's been taking the high road, Biden. And this man, you know, Biden calls him a clown. Calls Donald Trump the clown, or as I called him on Twitter, Naranja. Yes, I was like, yes, Naranja. Um, (laughs) Tangerine, Citrus, uh, President Citrus. (laughs) I enjoyed making those names up too. President Citrus, you know, chose to dig in that ass and say to Biden, you know, that's why your son was snorting coke or whatever, or was a cocaine. And was sold himself to the russians or whatever like so you called him his son a drug addict and a traitor to his country wow because someone called you what you know you already are yeah the low blows that i was like dang we going for the kids like yeah yeah we were at the fight like, and they you know what though kel when i was when it was starting up they said that trump would do that the the people on what was i watching it on nbc CNN? i think or, or msnbc C- okay yeah mm-hmm. i think i was watching on nbc and they were saying you know that yeah what we're they were you know projecting what what they think the the high and lows are going to be and they were saying like you know trump will probably try to go for um i think they might have said his intelligence biden's intelligence and talk about his son and so, um, you know, I thought they were talking about the son that I don't know if this is the same son that just got recently got in trouble for, I don't know, having affairs um, from his wife and stuff like that. I don't know if that's the same mm. son, but there, there was the son that that died. Was it in the Iraq war or something? No, or? it wasn't that one. So it was he has like I think he has like two sons, Bo Biden and Hunter. And the one that was actually on cocaine i don't want to say crack because it was cocaine was hunter and he wasn't honorably discharged i know like mm. trump did mention that so i looked it up or whatever it wasn't that he was honorably discharged he was discharged but there's a difference between and you and i both have military family backgrounds you can be discharged from the military and not be honorably discharged yeah if you're dishonorably if you're honorably 
dishonorably discharged, you literally have no rights to your benefits. You can't get shit from the military or anything like that. But being just discharged, you still have a little bit more lead way. You can't yeah. probably go back to the military, but you still got a little bit more leeway of having your benefits and stuff. So in right. his case, that's probably he, like the niggas that be losing their arms and stuff like that. It's like, yeah, obviously, right. you know, they cannot continue to not practice in the military, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing is like, that's not even like an uncommon thing. And that's how you could tell like where his intelligence is. Like the shit that the people see in the military would drive anyone crazy. And it's not a shock that they will probably resort to some sort of drugs to be mm-hmm. able to like cope, manifest, whatever the case may be. And then another thing that I wanted to, to quote on that they both kind of touched on, I uh, both of them were kind of in the in agreement on this one topic as far as like, oh, the government, I mean, the military takes care of their vets. That's some bullshit. No, they don't. <laughs> and you I can both know that, that because my dad. Right. Yeah. And I Same really here. feel like it's the thing. And this is something that I really feel like the military should take more account. You butter them up and you make them feel like they have all these things and they can depend on you. And then once they like leave you, you just be like, oh, well, figure it out. Oh, well, you served your purpose. It's like exactly. running a woman dry, you know? It's a, yes. It's a, and that's something that a lot of people don't talk about, um, exactly. especially those men that are in the military. And you know what I think that is? Um I think that's just them being having this um, type of relationship with America or with the government where they follow orders. It's like a parental relationship, almost like yeah. a, a, a toxic parental relationship. They follow orders from what daddy says, which is Uncle Sam. And daddy tells them to do this. Daddy tells them to do that. They reward them occasionally, but they pretty much mentally abuse them, sometimes physically abuse them. Mm -hmm. And then in the end, they say, you know, you'll always be honored for who you are, blah, blah, blah. We'll bury you with with the American flag, you know, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) And 21 gun slew, however you want to call it. And, um, you know, but if you go to war, you know, we're going to pay you a little extra, you know, we'll take care of you. You got the, you know, you got the commissary where you would give you discounted meats. that be Right. You know, I'm like, no, I'm going, seriously, but <laughs> it's like all of that. And then when these men, especially the men from our, our parents time period, like I think exactly. our dads are maybe a little less than 10 years apart. But especially our dads from like that time period from the 70s and the 80s and stuff like that. And even worse, further back that served. Like niggas lost arms. They did tests, uh, like trials and stuff on a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Psychotic type stuff on them and stuff. Mm -hmm. And even if we just drill it down to the Iraq um, veterans, there's so many of them that come back um, from overseas. They're not Whatever. And they don't have no jobs lined up for them. Exactly. They're self-medicating with drugs, like you said, or, or liquor and stuff. And it's mm-hmm. like, how can you be this soldier and this, this important person that niggas, if you kneel on the fucking ground at a fucking football game, you disrespecting my family that served in the war. No, what's disrespecting your family that served in the war is the fucking government. And exactly. the lack of coverage and protection and assistance that they provide them they're 
okay i was about to go off the deep end and say that they're basically like niggas coming out of jail but it almost feels that way they it just really does it really honestly it really does they do a piss poor job of transitioning them for the real world and 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 it's sad because they get them when they're they typically get them when they're younger they don't typically mm-hmm. get them when they're older so like they are able to manipulate and mold their mind like my father yes dropped out of high school to join the military wow so when he joined the military like all like the way that his mind functions it and i love my dad he's a smart man it's not like i'm not saying that he's like you know slow or anything like that but like the the respect that he pays like i don't think he realizes like how really fucked up in the head they really have you know made him like so it just to go back to the debate (laughs) i feel like I don't even remember what the main topic of, of how I even got We're talking to that. about how they don't really, um, you know, uh, help or assist the, the, you the know, veterans. Yeah. Look out basically for the veterans. And they love to use that line. And it's right. Bullshit. We're calling bullshit. And another thing to call bullshit on mm-hmm. is the fact that, you know, Charlemagne said it today on his donkey of the day. Um, that you know we all saw how trump called out to the proud boys told them to what stand 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 up stand by stand by or some shit like that you know it's just like you know my father has already told me which i found this very interesting i don't think i told you this already my father definitely asked me to come with him to the gun range to learn how to shoot a gun now and for my father who, like we said, is, is a military. Now, he ain't no, like, oh, my God, like, I have to stay neutral with the government. Like, you know, he's a Black man, and he's an immigrant. So he he ain't foolish, and he know what's up, whatever. But I never seen him get to that point where he was like, you know, I think, I think you need to learn how to shoot a gun. Me. Me and my brother. And Dennis. Yeah, my grandma was on that shit when I was younger and my mom would like fight it. My, my grandma on my um, dad's side. And she was like, yeah, like every woman, especially a black woman needs to learn how to shoot a gun. And that was when I was like in middle school. She had like, a, like she collects guns. That was really radical back then. Yeah, yeah, my mom was like, hell no. You don't even go to the basement. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, right. no, I feel him on that. Like, and I've always wanted to have a gun too, but I just, I think I'm worried about like gun safety with a child so young in my house, yeah. especially a little boy. And especially in this day, because he... He has absorbed so much bullshit. And I'm I'm actually disappointed in the um the debate because I felt like they kind of glazed over um yes, that's what I was just injustices. To say. Yes, the black especially issue. in my, mm-hmm. yes, and, and uh, I feel like they glazed over with the whole proud way and they got like lost. And that's what I really wanted to kind of hear from both sides. And I wanted to see, I'm trying to give Biden a chance to change because I feel like you know people can evolve, people can grow. And Biden was very essential back in the day of um, when Clinton was in president, was in his um, presidency seat or whatever. Mm -hmm. He was essential in the whole, um, I'm trying to remember the exact law because I don't want to um, misquote, but whatever the law that, oh, three strikes. Mm. 
So he was responsible. He was the one who actually writ- who actually wrote that um, bill law, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that um, bill that um, Cos not Cosby Lord, what's his name? Bill, bill Clinton. 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 Bill Clinton. Oh Lord, yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> that Clinton signed or whatever. Um, so which is has a lot of like from meaning like he he fought against it or he no 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 brought, he like oh like he he's the one who created that law it, like, like yes loud. yeah like this is the law that you should pass you know like because the presidents don't be writing these bills <laughs> yeah right so of course, um of course. It's Congress. these senators these congressmen mm-hmm. the people who actually fucking matter <laughs> yeah those are the people who wrote this. So Clinton, that's what, and that is one thing that Trump did tell the truth on. Like, nigga, now you're the one that got a lot of these black men wrote up. You are the one that did call them super predators. He actually did call him call black people super predators. But I, I do want to see if he has evolved, if he has changed. You know, uh, all I see is wrinkly white men. I know, <laughs> and and it's just like going off of what you just said, like. Um, I actually forgot that piece um, and all the stuff that was coming out about what Biden has done. And that's a very good point to bring up. And, and you know, see, we can say that when Trump is right. And I think Trump is a, a scummy old man that is going to use information like that to his benefit, even though he's just as wrong. Like they both don't give a fuck about us. There is exactly. no black people in America. And that's why Charlemagne was saying, you know, it is self-love and self-care to get a gun at this point as a black person and get a licensed licensed gun or whatever and, and train yourself. Um, there's a podcast um, with Demetria Lucas where she talked about um, learning how to shoot a gun. Like she didn't she didn't do it or whatever, but she talked to a person who teaches women how to use and secure and shoot their gun and what types of guns that you should have, you know, um, there's like always, I don't, I don't know. I might be wrong in the one that I'm saying, but he was like, you know, people tell you you should get a pistol, but you should not get a pistol. You're actually better off getting a shotgun because you can control it better. And I, and I'm sure I'm saying the wrong guns that. No, you're right. It's like, yeah, handguns. Mm -hmm. I would have never thought that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and he talked about teaching his son, you know, going back to what you said, like the way to eliminate that curiosity is to teach them. And I know that's a little, for me, I would be so scared. So I- It is scary. No, I feel you. I'm scared to get one myself. No, and I understand (laughs) that too. But when I think about like life in general, like let's think about like to take it, I know this show has gone like, oh, so fucking long, like two hours long. Yeah, people listening to you, the real MVP. Right. MVP. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, Think about how you were raised, like, in the sense of, let's talk about it from a sexual perspective. I'll I'll change it to, like, to sex. The things that you were kind of, like, not sheltered from. Mm -hmm. And you turned out to be fine. Like, you didn't, you weren't out here hoeing in these streets, like, in a sense of, like, becoming a prostitute or becoming a stripper or whatever because you were taught you you saw it you were exposed but then you had someone actually sit down and explain it to you and not be like oh you know like shelter you from it like have a conversation that's what that's what ccc is about having the art of these conversations so i feel like if you have an honest conversation with your child and you actually teach them and really like 
and not just stop at having one conversation, but continue the conversation with them, it could be healthy. Yeah. And then you really do have to explain to them, like, there's a time and a place and you are nowhere near at that time or place Yeah, to have, you know, whatever, to be in the surroundings areas. Like, you can know that it's there. And if ever it becomes an emergency, you know what to do. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's life or death. This is not a toy. You know, and no no matter, it's not a cool thing to hold in your hand. This is why it's not cool, you know, to play with and say, I have a gun. You know, this is not a game. You know, a lot of kids think it may think it's a game, you know, because they see the the little gangster shootouts or, you you know, you see the cops or whatever. And it's like, ooh, cool, I have a gun. Like, this is, it's not meant to be cool. (laughs) It was never meant to be cool. It was meant to be protection. And um, if there is any way to have a real conversation with a child and get that through their head so that they don't feel like the need or the curiosity to play with the gun, if there's a way to do that, teach me, you know, because I don't have a child yet, but I, that's, those are the things that I fear. I fear that for my own brother. Like if my brother and my brother's a grown ass man, 28 years old, but I'm just like, you know, he'll always be my little brother. So I'm just like, you know, I think of him having a gun. I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't want him to like accidentally pull it out. And, you know, ooh, like my stomach just hurt as I said that, you know, like right. it's real. The fear is real, but the fear is also real for what is going on in America right now. And these two police, these two police officers, Lord, these two, um, you know, presidential candidates, they don't give a rat's ass. Like they, they barely, what's the name was tripping on his words per usual Biden about what he was going to say or whatever, whatever. He, he wasn't was. on a topic. I was just like, come on. Yeah, as a <laughs> what you said? I said, yes, he wasn't on topic. I was just like, come on. Come on, Biden. Pull it together. Yeah, he was talking about, uh, you know, something about, you know, there's there's always, um, violence is never the answer, you know, when it comes to these things. And we're going to bring the police officers together and, and reprimand the ones that are wrong. And it's like, nigga, this is a whole issue. Like the entire setup, of the, the more more and more, more and more, it's like you really learn how horrible the history of the actual law enforcement pe- police is. You know, you see the the iconography on these police officers' flags and stuff, and it's like <laughs> what you're seeing is them having slave drivers on some of these these flags some of these city department um, police department flags you're seeing shit like that you're seeing um you know the history of how they were chasing black people out of like we were talking about earlier sundown towns or whatever they're chasing their job was to chase black people out of cities and stuff it was like so that was their job to to reprimand and um bring uh free slaves i guess uh also runaway slaves or whatever back to you know girl y'all google it 
at this point because like we said the podcast has gone on quite long enough but it's it's not all hope is not lost you know this is just a point where we are given two bad hands and we have to vote for the best hand we have to because you know that another four years look at what four years with trump has done four baby ass years four baby ass years has spawned everything down to even a fucking pandemic and whether the pandemic was gonna happen or not you know regardless of who was in in if if randomly michelle obama you know ended up being president in another universe or multiverse like on lovecraft or whatever whether she ended up being the president or whatever say it was gonna happen regardless they had this timer with you know bill gates and his little fuckery with trying to depopulize the earth or whatever with this vaccine that's another story but <laughs> whether it was supposed to be with whoever in 2020 was going to be the president and this this little bomb was going to drop and kill so many people it should not have ever gotten to this point there are people in other countries walking around with no mask on at this point now there are a lot of other countries that still have masks because i saw this one girl that i know in italy um and shout out to her shakia she's in italy and they do have masks i was watching to see like damn dude are they wearing masks in italy but they are wearing masks in italy or whatever but it's definitely it's not like how it is out here yo like niggas are still dying like left and right um especially in certain states we're still fighting about if a mask is a political statement or not like yo like you know, people in other countries are saying if 2020 was a country, it would be the United States. Like, and you know, I had I come from a family with, you know, from other countries and stuff like that. So I could I could listen to a joke like that about you know America and Yankee this and Yankee that or whatever. West Indians know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> I'm offended, you know, and I am American at the end of the day. This is where I was born, but I just like. I'm offended when I hear that, but I don't, I don't blame them because it's true. Like, it's like, damn, y'all, y'all really let it get to this point where we are the butt of all the country's jokes now. Like America is no longer hot shit anymore. We have officially lost that title because, you know, everybody wanted to come to America, no matter how the American dream. What'd you say? The American dream. Huh? The American dream. The American dream, which has always been bullshit, but that's another episode. But yes, the American dream no longer exists. Land of the milk and honey has now turned into land of the mask and COVID. You know, like it's nasty out here. It is so nasty. So we really got to get it together. We out here doing virtual learning with our children. You know, like everything is virtual and while i would love to sail my ass on over to barbados like our good sis mercedes (laughs) i know i'm so jealous (laughs) what's her name crystal on the podcast was just talking about how she's thinking of moving to barbados for a year i saw her post a uh, a tweet about that last night during the debate she was like you know looking to see if she can get a dual citizenship i was like sis let me know because uh i'm with it (laughs) yeah like 
there are so I bring that up to say there are some sir, there are some pluses to this because it's like I see people like my friends that are having babies right now like you know they have so much more time even though it's the stress of working remotely which is a whole other beast your eyes are bleeding okay and the poor kids that have to do that and have to be exposed to that too doing remote learning their eyes are bleeding too they're stressed out they don't have all the normal things but like that 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 more everybody being more in eyesight and more in eye view there is a benefit to that there is a benefit to feeling like oh I actually could move to another like I could do that if you if you have the means to and you don't have as many dependents I can move to another country and live there and work remotely you know that's dope that's dope that you that that people have those more people have that option now but would we give that up so that we could go to brunch with our homegirls and not have to worry about if someone sneezes that we're all gonna fucking die in the next two weeks hell the fuck yes i don't doubt for a minute that anybody would rather you know be able to spend time with their family for thanksgiving rather than have the opportunity to live in barbados for a year you know because of covid like I, I'm definitely sure, I'm 100% sure that people would much rather life go back to the hectic way that it was before than this shit. Absolutely. Currently. Absolutely. I'd rather be sitting, and this means a lot for me to say this, but I'd rather be sitting in trap now. No, I'm, I don't rather be at my old job. I will not take that back. <laughs> But I left my old job before COVID, so that doesn't count. But I'd rather be sitting in traffic, driving to and from DC every workday. If that meant that I could take my vacation and be on a plane without having to wear a mask, if I could go, you know, have my wedding the way I envisioned having it this year, you know, if all my friends and family could, you know, have their graduations, have their baby showers for their first kids, you know, like all, all the things that we wanted to do, like without having to worry about dying, if we could have even more importantly, all of those people and Biden, I was like, ooh, that was a good one. When he said, how many of you have an empty seat at your kitchen table because of- I was pausing too, girl. I was, I was like, that's what you need to do. Don't even talk to him. Don't address him. Talk to us because we are the ones who need to know this information. That was his best move he ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Throughout the whole debate. I would I would rather I would sit in traffic so that we can have those people back. Mm. Or majority, God forbid, you know, unfortunately, majority of those people back. Because all them people do not have to die. It's just like 9-11. That's another conspiracy theory conversation, though. But um you know moving on you know yeah the world is going to shit but it's not over yet um the aliens have not come down um so jesus has not returned as of yet so there's still time to save your soul and um just remember that and cope through it uh you can listen to us you can listen to many other people um that you know find some sort of joy in the midst of this and get your vote on fucking vote fucking register to vote fucking put your fucking ballot in the mail or fucking turn that shit in early do not wait 
Do not wait. You scared of COVID? Get your fucking ballot so you can put that shit in the mail or turn it into your um. You early, can do it online. Voting go to too. the early voting places. Yeah, I think there's a list of early voting places. Um, if there is, I'm going. To, I think I saw that somewhere. I will look that up and post it at some point on CCC's um, Instagram page and maybe on the Twitter account too. I could post it on there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, or vote online. Hmm? vote online you can vote online that was the other really? option mm-hmm. what? yeah that, and that that purple um envelope that we everyone just got recently it, that's what the application is asking for if you want to either vote by mail or vote online oh shit i'm gonna go look at that because i do have that on my computer desk outside i'm gonna go look mm-hmm. at that shit oh shit okay well that's good to know well, <laughs> ladies and gents, that is the end of this episode. Um, uh, next week, for mm-hmm. like to be a highlight. <laughs> yes, we do have a philanthropy highlight and a last call. Um, next week, just to give y'all, since I was saying it anyway, just to give mm-hmm, y'all a heads mm-hmm. up, next week we will have a meditation episode. It might be the same one from last time. So if you didn't hear it, you'll, yep, hear, you'll it hear it then. again. <laughs> Or if we feel if we have the time, we will record a new one. The reason why is because I'm getting married, bitches. And we <laughs> we just need that time. You know, Kel is my maid of honor. Um, and we are going to, I didn't get to talk about the bridal shower, but it was just so special, so sweet, real love. And then on a happier note, even though we're gonna get into the philanthropy highlight and all that stuff, on a happier note, um, Kel and like I said my cousin and my mom threw me a virtual uh, bridal shower Um, it was a surprise they got Dennis in on it Um, and I definitely wasn't expecting it at first I I started to expect it when suspected when um, Dennis told me I had to wear white for us to go on this walk to all the places that we used to go to on dates and I was like nigga why I got he's like oh we're gonna take pictures I was like all right I barely did my makeup that day uh, because the allergies really had me and Dennis thinking we had COVID. So that was a whole other drama. Poor cow. But <laughs> anyway, long story less long, we somehow end up at my parents' house. And when we walked in, it was this big surprise. Y'all know my mom is OG glam. So she had the bomb ass decorations. It was beautiful. I didn't cry at first, but they got me Gemma, our homegirl Gemma. She was the first one to have me tearing up. And then all some of the gifts and stuff tore me up. My mother-in-law, my future mother-in-law, I already basically call her my mother-in-law, Mama Harrison. She gave me lingerie that took me out, not in the funny, not in the crying way, but in the funny <laughs> way. I was like, oh, I got draws from past. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I got draws from my mom. That is a talk topic right there. Like getting, we got to have some brides on here because I need to talk through getting draws from your mother-in-law and from your mother for your wedding. That is such a, (laughs) amongst other things, like when they finally does this woman. Right. Awkward moments. Yeah, yeah. Like my mom was like, "We're all went, we're all grown here." I'm like, "I wasn't grown the other day when you was calling me." <laughs> okay, 
bless your heart um so i'm grown now for the moment uh <laughs> yeah, man, nice yeah, but- little blue little thing too but anyway yeah it was weird because we talked about like which one i should wear the night of and it was just like what nope not ready for that combo mom uh <laughs> but yeah i probably will wear yours that first yep. night <laughs> but anyway um you know it was beautiful and um some of the like i said some of the gifts were so heartwarming uh my mom gave me a little pendant thing that has my grandma's face on it and it was a it was a picture that i have that i keep take with me anywhere i move to where I, i'm kissing my grandma on the cheek so that tore me up having my aunts on there um tore me up my grandma's best friend was on there it was just like look at your life <laughs> on virtual <laughs> zoom so um shout out to everybody that joined i i loved it um i didn't even yo it's so true like i feel like i don't know if it's going to be the same for me because i would have already been married but i do plan to lose even more weight for next year for the dress assuming i'm not pregnant but it's so true that like you just kind of lose that urge to eat everything that I'm not saying if there was like cheesecake factory or some kind of cupcake that me and Kel cannot resist like if I would have like been like oh I'm good but like I barely ate you know and I always saw that at bridal showers like where the bride is just kind of like really good about stuff like that but I barely ate. I was just sitting there taking it all in. I did drink. I did. I drank quite a bit of, I had like four or five glasses of wine and I haven't been drinking like that. So it definitely was like, had me rolling by the end of the night. But thank you again, Kel. I can't thank you enough. You are an awesome maid of honor. Um, we'll save the tears again <laughs> the day but um <laughs> i know right. we're gonna cry next saturday Girl, but, <laughs> yes. you you are just amazing as as Gemma would say you are amazing um you're just awesome and i couldn't have picked a better maid of honor shout out to my cousin keisha i couldn't have picked a better matron of honor i mm-hmm. god blessed me with y'all and i'm so grateful and i hope that i can I know Keisha's already married, but I hope like for my cousin Carla, I can produce the same, you know, results and feels for her and the same for you when, when it's your day, Kel, if you will have me as of you course. Know, honor at that point. And regardless, whatever you decide, I will be there to support you regardless. And I, um, on the same level as much as possible. Um, and I just had to say all that, you know, we gonna turn and I, the part that also made me tear up is how much people were willing to celebrate twice because you know mm-hmm. with COVID it's hard and um that that warmed my heart because I do have that thing in me where I'm like oh I feel like I'm burdening people you know oh oh we're doing a bridal shower this year and next I feel like people is gonna feel but everybody pretty much was on there like nah we doing it twice sis you know we doing right. it twice and so twice three times if you want to I'm not gonna do that to y'all but (laughs) that was just like wow and to hear how y'all all all felt about me me and my mom talked about this too like 
it's so weird when you hear all these people saying how good of a person you are. It's like this, I don't know if that's like existential or whatever it's called. It's like something that they call that <coughs> when you're looking at yourself from the outside. And so you're hearing all these people say this stuff about you and you know who you are at the end of the day, you know what type of person you are, but it's almost like I wanted to crawl into a hermit shell, like, like, oh my God, I, I don't, I don't know what to say back. Like, thank you. Uh, oh, and I want to do something for you now because you're doing all this nice stuff for me and uh, my cup runs over. So yeah, in a nutshell, y'all made me feel very special and um, thank you. You're absolutely welcome. Yes, Kel. I'm excited for the turn up this week, next weekend, next and weekend. next year. Yes, you better get your <laughs> rest this weekend. Um, we will definitely probably do a download. That'll probably be the next episode after we'll do mm-hmm. a little download. Um, not sure if we're gonna have an episode that following week. We'll keep y'all posted. <laughs> But um, we will, because we might be, me and Dennis might try to do a little honeymoon. But um, if not, that very, regardless, that very next episode is probably going to be a nice little download on what happened at the micro wedding. Yes. So salute to all my COVID brides, 2020 brides, we in here. So yes, Kel, let's go ahead and get into that philanthropy highlight. Get up, get out and get something. How will you make it if you never even try? You need to get up, get out and get something. Cause you and I got to do for you and I. All right, y'all. So for this week's philanthropy highlight, I am going to be highlighting a good, good friend of ours. We had her on our podcast previously. Her name is Carter Sade. And she has a couple of things going on. Like she has been um, the founder of Hey New Friends, Carter Talks, everything under the sun that you could possibly think of. She's all about women and entrepreneurship. But something that they most recently did that I felt like was kind of in alignment alignment with what we've been talking about with protecting our girls is um, really having a conversation. So what they did was they, they facilitated a workshop around the topic of teen dating violence. And they went to really to let the babies know what love is supposed to look and feel like. And I felt like that was so dope. And I wish I would have known because I definitely would have probably collaborated with them and participated because I think that is very essential um, nowadays, even more so, is to teach our babies like that the shit that, that, that happened with Meg, that shit was not okay. And the things that happen with not even just Meg, but just like other people in general, like other relationships. We see it all over social media so much, like the the disrespect of the, you know, I don't give a fuck if we we drilling it in y'all heads. The disrespect of the black woman, like we see yes. it too much, and and y'all making people are so desensitized now with now with social media as it is. Y'all make light of this shit. Like they just right. had that clip of that dude running into Salt Bay's little Boston oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. restaurant. And at first, it, of course, because it's social media and we're desensitized, I, I think it's like social media makes us think that real life is TV after a while. And so we see things at first glance and even if it's shock or something, we don't relate it to ourselves. Like we don't think, oh shit, this is a real person. And what happens when that camera goes off? 
And so, of course, it came out that that girl that was twerking, that wasn't, he didn't come in there for her. He came in there for someone else. But I still was like, what the fuck happened to the person he came in there for? Right. You know, which was a female, I'm hearing. Yeah, it was was a girl's sister or something like that. Right. And that's still some next shit. Because the way that girl screamed and fell back is just like, assuming that was one of the girls or whatever that he came in there for like it's just like bruh like even if that was a father like I just the aggression was a bit much it was a little too fucking much and yes it's important because y'all think this stuff is a game until it Mm -hmm. happens to you and then you and then god forbid it happens to you as a teen you don't know how to process handle it yep you speak more to that Absolutely. So, um, and as we always say in our beginning of our show, it's not just about us anymore. And that's what I love the most about this is they're, they're giving back and they're, they're reaching, they're looking back, reaching down and pulling up. So that's what we want to do in our community. So shout out to you. I am Carter Sade and all of the girls and the ladies who participated of the Hey New Friends. You are our, you know, bright and shining star. And whenever you have another event that is very similar or just in general, please reach out to us. We are, I'm, I'm going to speak on behalf of both of us. I believe that we are both interested in, you know, teaching the babies. Yes, teach the babies. Yes, yes. <laughs> and also before we move on to the last call, um, just want to make sure that you guys check out Aston as we had her on, on the last podcast. You could flip over back to the last episode and click the link to her um, her event that's coming up this weekend. Um, again, for the ladies, for ladies in need, for um menstrual product she's doing her drive now the deadline to donate monies was on um, monday september 28th however she is having a live in-person event that you can dm her for um she looks like she's getting so much support and i i do wonder if she's gonna continue this i, I would love to you know maybe talk with her later about this you know, I, I, yeah, we'll talk offline, Kel, but I really am curious to see how her event goes. I really wish that I could be there. I already told her I'm doing something for um, my mother-in-law, but um, for her birthday, that's the same day. But, um, and it's, I think at the same freaking time, but if it wasn't, I would have found a way to stop through just to like see this event um so I hope she bottom line I hope she continues to do this in the future because even though she's getting a lot of products bitch we have a period every month so (laughs) there's never gonna be a moment until you know of course menopause for some women as you age for all women um but there's never gonna be a time when you don't need just like when you always gonna need some pampers you're always gonna need menstrual products for homeless women or women yeah. need. Mm-hmm. So she's she can never go out of business with this um, or not be not have a need for this. So um would really love to f- see how this turns out for her and I wish her the best. And you guys check it out. It's October 3rd. Um don't remember the time, but like we said, you know, it's on her Instagram and stuff when we have it linked in the bio, the last linked in the um 
the description of the last podcast episode. And Indeed. so, yes, let's get into this last call. Indeed. I like to propose a toast. I said toast, motherfucker. All right, y'all. So for today's last call, um, we're just going to tell you guys, um, breathe in, breathe out. Uh, Sometimes you have to do that. And like we were saying that there's a lot of crazy stuff going on um, in the media. It's hard to tell what's fake, what's phony, what's real love, what's not. why you should be voting, why not, you know, Um, start off, you know, this can cause a lot of anxiety, which is why we're going to have the, um, aside from our own selfish reasons, we're going to have the meditation episode, because I think this is actually another meditation um, bonus episode, because I think this is actually a time where it's just like, wow, I feel like I'm losing hope in humanity, especially as a Black woman, you know, Breonna Taylor's um, <laughs> that fiasco happened over the past week um, where they're just letting this nigga off, basically. I don't care what you say. They're letting this nigga off, you know, killing a black person, let alone a black woman on your record as a white man ain't going to do shit to your career. So I don't care if there's any kind of little little blemish on his his record. You know, what hurts the most is that it, that that a black man made that decision. Mm. I think that's what hurts the most is that a black man and for that black man to say I had never had any intentions. I don't know if you ever saw that Bitch. post. Mm-hmm. No, of, let me sorry, sorry, go ahead, speak it. Mm-hmm. That he had never had any intentions of indicting him or having any type of criminal charges against him is even more of a um hiss in the face fart in the eye all of the (laughs) above you know what i'm saying like i got pink eye right now you said fart in the eye (laughs) like seriously that's what he did the motherfucker gave us all pink eye with that shit you are so right you are so right all skin folk ain't kin folk you know who didn't intend probably for for this entire american systematic racism you know structure to be built up the same niggas and i shouldn't say niggas but the same african ancestors that sold off whatever africans captured that they had or whatever people that they decided to sell as a trade to the white people yeah they probably didn't think that too but you sold us and so i don't give a fuck all skin folk and kin folk and you just clear clearly sold us that for whatever reason that you got worked up in your head to allow this to 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 push through you know i know he's with who who's the the nigga that the man that um he's married to his daughter some fuck nigga fuck white man i can't remember his name yeah i don't remember either but i know what she's talking well, about either way y'all know who we talking about if you know you know uh he's married to somebody um and the word is the name is on the tip of my tongue but he's married to that he's marrying or married to that woman and and the father and her father is a racist and involved in all kind of fuckery as well so you know maybe it's family ties i don't know but you know at the end of the day like i said on my post with my shirt we are human 
you know, we, that's what we have in, in, in um, common here. We're all humans, what, regardless of what disabilities you have, what, regardless of what privilege or non-privileges that you have, whatever your sexual orientation, whatever your race, we are all human. And we have lost that. We have lost that as a nation, especially in this year, 2020. It has just been, I, I would not be surprised that the Lord came in and decided to pressure wash us because this is very, given much, very much Cain and Abel. This is very much given Cain and Abel right now. And I'm not trying to pressure, get pressure washed. I want to have kids and, and th- flourish. I still want to do things in this worldly world even though i shouldn't in the name of jesus i'm sorry but you know i want to do things for the kingdom and 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 achieve some of my worldly accomplishment dreams that i have here but this is very much cain and abel right now you know and so it's hard for us to to exist in this dark time and think could it get even darker so what you have to do is know where you are where your feet are planted right now and I hope that it is in a safe place and that, you know, you have shelter and you have a means of living and stuff like that, even if it's just for the week. And just remember to breathe and that tomorrow is another day, another opportunity. And, and you know, when I wake up in the morning, um, I don't always say it in my prayer, but I try to remember to say thank you, God, for another opportunity, another day and another opportunity to pursue, you know, my life, pursue what what my purpose is in life pursue my pursue my happiness indeed so just remember to breathe breathe catch your breath remember every moment that you have here is another opportunity to to change your circumstances and that includes voting my niggas vote and that's it that's my last call i ain't even mean for it to go that long but yeah this was definitely a two-hour episode (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we haven't done one of those by ourselves in a long time but hey it's national podcast day so (laughs) what better day to do it but today especially on uh next week you know yeah you're gonna get a five-minute episode next week honestly if you get that it really might be a repeat so yes honestly truly (laughs) Um, but until next time make sure you follow us on the gram and facebook at cognac cupcakes and conversations follow us on twitter at ccc vibes if anna feels like sharing her journey of um her virtual wedding you might be able to see that too we don't know yeah i don't mind it depends on her mood you might have to you might have to video some of it for us but yeah well no you you probably can't yeah <laughs> you'll be up I there will. with me i sure will so um so, yeah you, you'll probably catch it on the flippy you know i'll right. probably do something you know i don't, i can't promise y'all videos and stuff but but speaking of videos we have some great content and you know what i we are gonna strive to post our next tutorial next week that'll be nice for them Maybe we'll post our next tutorial next Thursday along with the meditation video. We're going to, we're going to try. We're going to try. I I think that's doable, but if it don't happen, bitch, you'll get it the next week. (laughs) You'll get it at some time in the fall. Spice up your life tutorial. So that's a clue as to what's going to be happening. Um, But we think you guys are really going to enjoy it. 
get you guys in the vibes and the mood for um, all your favorite spicy flavors and just fall, just getting settled into fall and, you know, taking cognac cupcakes and conversations into fall with you. Um, but yeah, yeah. look out right. for that. You know, October is my favorite month and it's sad. I could shed a tear that, you know, I don't have anywhere to go and wear a costume this year. <laughs> but, you know, bitch, I'm telling you right now, Kel, next year, if COVID is gone, I am doing a bar crawl. Okay, I'm doing something next year and I'm dressing up. I don't know if I'm gonna dress up this year. Maybe if I feel like it, I will. But like, it's nowhere really to go. Like maybe if we do our honeymoon that weekend, maybe I'll I'll dress up. But if not, you know, bitch, I'm gonna be sitting in the house watching, you know, reruns of Lovecraft Country. <laughs> um be careful Kel. Lovecraft Country next week is um I think gonna have dolls in it. Yeah. I'll I'll probably watch it before you. Um, but it's life side. It's like people <laughs> said no bitch. No. It's it's um you know what it's like Annabelle. So yeah, she was like even worse, bitch. Even worse. It's but it's kids. It's real kids. Um, there's no. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Peace. Out. It's a vibe. <laughs>